Hello, my yummies. So we are here. And if you're listening on the podcast, hi. Hi, hi, hi. I am also live right now on Instagram. And I did not preface time or that I was going to do this live as well. But that's okay. Just a spontaneous little, you know, way of doing things. But the content will be the same, okay? I'm just sitting on the floor um, on my stomach. And actually, one of the movies that we are featuring in this top 10 Christmas movies I'm playing right now. It's on mute, though. But um, yeah, I wanted to have this um, holiday podcast because... Holidays can feel different. They can feel off. They can feel like something you want to escape sometimes too, even if it is just for like 20 minutes, you know, because I get that too. And just having something to escape to or look forward to or end your day with, it just feels, it feels cozy, right? It just feels like, Something you can be with and just listen and just enjoy and just, you know, feel, just feel good. (laughs) We just want to feel good, right? And I have had my share of holidays that have felt, you know, off or different for different reasons. And I know for me... Even being around a lot of people can feel um, overstimulating and it's just like, uh, I need like five minutes, 10 minutes in my car in the bathroom to recharge, reset, recoup, you know what I mean? And also holidays where they felt really sad, right? And all of them are part of the human experience and there's nothing wrong with you feeling one way or another it's all about you just meeting yourself where you are in that right and don't um pressure yourself to be a type of way if you're feeling a certain way meet yourself where where your feelings are right especially for holidays because they can get extremely overwhelming and draining and pressury and um the need to perform right i feel like that is a good way of describing it you feel like you need to perform and it's just like i'm not feeling it right so i hope this little podcast this little episode will bring you some kind of relief or permission or um nostalgia from you know simpler times as they say even though the simpler times can be right now too and yeah so we're gonna get into it okay Again, I'm just like sitting on my stomach on my, actually it's my, one of my faux fur coats because I just think she's really comfy to lay on to. And one of my fur pillows. And um, I got my microphone here on the floor. I got my glass of orange juice, my laptop that's recording me from my microphone and my phone that is on my tripod. As we are here with all the things, I got my my list here, my notepad, and yeah. 
setting setting the mood for you <laughs> for those of you that are going to be listening later okay so we're gonna start the list and before i preface this list um sequels are their own uh, number okay <laughs> This is what I debated. So I'm just going to get into the list so you can know what I'm talking about. So, all right. So I decided that this podcast is going to be about my top 10 favorite Christmas movies because I feel like Christmas movies are year round, you know, and I enjoy the feeling of Christmas very much so even like I'm using my Christmas mugs year-round it's just a feeling of magic and it's so occupying when you when you enjoy it to that capacity right it's just such an occupying feeling you know and me and my twin we didn't grow up believing in Santa like off the bat we never had that you know um Darn, I should have prefaced this if you have younger kids around. Hey, <laughs> Santa, Santa's cool. Um, but we didn't have that, and we didn't feel like we were without anything either. It's funny, sometimes I tell people that um, around me, and they're like, oh my god, like they kind of feel bad. It's just like, well, first of all, you don't know what you don't have. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we were just a very um, Baptist family because of, our, because of our grandma. And we did have gifts, but it wasn't the... There was never a pressure around gifts. We were usually at a soup kitchen with our grandma. Or we were... Um, packing up meals for the homeless you know at the shelter you know in the you know bagging up sandwiches like that's what Christmas consisted of mostly for us it wasn't this you know really sit around the tree and open gifts even though that was part of it but it wasn't the main event we didn't really grow up making a list you know what I mean? Our gifts were what we were given, <laughs> which were gifts that we always enjoyed. But it wasn't this big, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't the pressure, right? Um, I can remember a Christmas, uh, middle school, I believe it was. And um, we got everything on our list. And I remember we were kind of shocked and it was just like wow this is cool you know what I mean so it wasn't yeah we weren't the kids that were ever like oh where was I didn't get this on my like thinking about you know why didn't I get this too I put this on my list or you know there again there was no pressure no pressure no pressure it was pure enjoyment and it was more focused around giving back than um the gifts right and so Christmas right now kind of feels that same way it's very laid back um extremely laid back usually I will travel to see my grandparents and my twin and my mom 
but you know, life is different now. They are all in heaven. Besides my twin. <laughs> Me and my twin have been on, um, on video chat all day. And, you know, that still brings a light and a smile to my face. Just being able to have your people, right? Like, enjoy your people. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I know this went off on a tangent, but it all makes sense. So for me, today, it's been hanging out with my twin on video chat. And I have one of the movies that's on the list right now, playing right now. And yeah, watching my twin and um, her best friend and the babies enjoy the gifts that I got for them and seeing them open them and love them. It's it's so stinking cute. Like, I can't, you know. I'm an emotional person, and I've accepted that. So that just fills my heart so much. Um, yeah. We're chill over here, okay? And I want you to feel chill, too. You know, whatever that looks like or feels like for you. Just be chill. It's just a day, you know. I know a lot of people put emphasis on it for their own reasons like um religious reasons and also like material reasons like people put pressure on themselves to come off a certain way or to win the hearts of whatever whoever right but however you view the holiday just just relieve the pressure relieve the pressure okay okay don't leave yourself, okay? <laughs> Be honest with how you want to feel and how you want to spend your moments first with yourself and also with others, okay? Because that is the most beautiful gift to be honest with yourself and to be honest with others. How, However that comes off, whether it comes off huggy and loving and validating or whether it comes off as... I'm taking care of myself right now. I will see you guys later, right? <laughs> so we're going to get into the list. That was a huge like tangent, you know, but it's all, it's all important. And I think it's important to know that not everyone is, um, not everyone has the same Christmas and that's okay. Not everyone is hustling and bustling and that's okay right some people are just enjoying their day alone right some people are just you know like me talking to their family on video or skype right and and it all it's all amazing it's all true it's all authentic right so there <laughs> all right so we're gonna get into it we are going to get into this list. I'm excited. <sighs> top 10 Christmas movies. And these are the top 10 Christmas movies based on what I've been playing this year, right? Um, I can't remember like overall, overall, but ever since the beginning of November, I would say, I've been heavy with the Christmas movies, okay? So, this is what I found from myself. <laughs> so, number one, 
Santa Claus 2, okay? Oh my gosh. Santa Claus 2, I don't know why I'm getting like, feels like I'm getting teary-eyed. Santa Claus 2 is extremely nostalgic for me, but even more so, <sighs> Santa Claus 2 is basically about how Santa needs to get married, right? And him, oh, what? Tim Allen. It's Tim Allen. Him coming back into, quote, unquote, the real world and being with his son and the family and just unbecoming Santa, like the santification process. <laughs> oh, is that what Holly calls it? The desantification process has begun. And it's just so, the storyline, here's the thing about me. If it's a storyline I've never seen before and that's pretty easy to experience as a child, it sticks with you. And that whole, um, that whole storyline is just so magical. And just the way that he, uh, falls in love with the principal and sorry this whole thing is going to be a spoiler <laughs> it's all spoilers okay if you haven't seen it but um just the way that he falls in love with the principal and it's so unexpected and it just feels it feels so flowy like it it all just flows so well that movie in itself and one of the funny parts <laughs> <laughs> that'll just like ee, like as an adult it's just gives you a little cringe but in a fun way is um when he's at dinner with that other actress i really like her um this is the blind date that um the ex-wife sets him up on and she just gets up and busts out in song <laughs> and he's like off put by it right you know and i didn't catch this as like a child but as an adult it is kind of like hmm. like she put herself out there and he just received it as like e that was uh like why are you doing this you know so funny and she just walks up and it's like if you can't support a woman in her you know, putting herself out there, then this isn't gonna work. And she, and I'm like, good girl, like find you someone that, you know, will get up and, you know, bang on some drums with you or, you know, pull out a trumpet and <laughs> support you in that, right? So Santa Claus 2, I love it, love it, love it. Um, my other favorite part is when they are at the um, faculty Christmas party and he just you know his watch is like going down in magic because he's using his magic to fulfill all these cool things and just pulling out all these like what they call antique toys and i can remember those toys too like back in you know early 2000s when i was in like elementary middle school and that's also so nostalgic because I didn't realize like a lot of those toys were that um, old, I guess, like Mousetrap and like Rock'em Sock'em Robots and all those, like I did not realize that they were that 
old. Like you go into a toy store now or uh, the toy aisle now, we don't even got toy stores anymore. Like, wow. Um, and like you don't see toys like that anymore. You may see dolls. You'll see Legos. You'll see, um, what do they call them? The Nerf guns. You'll see board games. You'll see like um, Uno. You don't really see like Mousetrap or like these other Rock'em Sock'em like robots. Like you don't see that anymore and you used to, you know? Anyway, love the whole storyline. Santa Claus 2 is number one. Number two is Home Alone 2. Okay, Home Alone 2 I absolutely love because... It's just a very active movie and I love Home Alone as a whole because there's so much there's so much going on. Like it's a very busy movie, it's a very creative movie, it's a very um mm, like a I'll say it like this. I love how he is so on his toes. It's it's a very on your toes kind of a movie. And how he you know, keeps up with his just way of, how do we call it? Like, resourcefulness. Like, he's so resourceful. And he's so much like, I'm keeping up this story that my dad is in a meeting and this is how I'm going to do it. And it's just such a... It's such a good kid movie, right? And even now, like, I love it. Like, I can't even count how many times I've watched it since November. It is so stinking good. Um, Home Alone 2. So that's the one where he is in New York. And he's in the hotel and he meets the woman in the park with all the pigeons all over her and... Uh, he saves the he saves Christmas for the for the kids in the hospital from the two that you know we met in Home Alone one like uh, so wholesome and I just love his adventures like I love him being in New York like this different setting and he's just navigating it so well right so well Okay, so that was my number two. Number three, Santa Claus 1. <laughs> See how I do that? That's why I prefaced earlier and I said, sequels are their own, okay? Santa Claus 1, I... It's like the start of something so wholesome, Santa Claus 1. Just the whole storyline of the Santa Clauses, how... Santa Claus falls off the roof and he reads the card and his son Charlie is just like you gotta <laughs> he's just like you gotta and they deliver the gifts and the way he was so like mean to the little girl <laughs> oh he's like uh mocking her and um what's she doing she's like oh the milk thing and like he kind of mocks her was like 
uh, you forgot to drink the milk or something like that. <laughs> it is just so, so wholesome, so wholesome. And um, something else, if you haven't watched Santa Claus 3, so they have a series, no, not Santa Claus 3. There is a series out um, on Disney Plus and it is Santa Claus something. So I know they have three movies, but this is something else that they did, that they're doing. And that little girl is all grown up in the first episode when he's like <laughs> doing his thing. And it's so, again, it is so wholesome. Um, and it's the same little girl because they, um, they put the, the scene where he comes down the first time and they put it next to her like, intentionally letting you know that this is the girl and I'm just like ah I just I feed on that stuff like I love nostalgia um yeah so Santa Claus one we love we love we love just him turning into Santa Claus and just accepting this this rite of passage that he didn't really realize he was committing to but he's just like this is who I am now, I'm all in. And just how contrasting who he was before and how Santa Claus kind of made him into a better person, quote unquote, you know. And yeah, like it just makes me smile. I love, 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 love that feeling. Okay, so what number was that? Home Alone? That was number three. Okay, number four, Home Alone 1, of course. Something about Home Alone 1 is, and it's the, it's the introduction into this busy, kind of chaotic family. And I loved that energy. I love the energy of a busy, chaotic family. And I think I love it on screen because I can remember... <laughs> being around a lot of my family like when we were all together in the house and it just felt kind of like tiring at the time but me watching it is just it's just like ooh, what's going on over here who's doing this what are they doing you know it just feels very like both of those movies home alone one and home alone two you feel part of the family like they're so they're so real <laughs> It's just, it feels so real, right? The chaoticness and just the juggle and the balance of like preparing for a trip with so many people. It's, it's, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And also the fashion. Can we talk about the fashion of the 90s? <laughs> like, I love to see it all, right? Love it. So, let me see. So we know Home Alone 1 is about him being left <laughs> because he got in trouble and he was put in the attic and mom and dad and everyone forgot about him and even when sister is counting the heads outside of the van the airport shuttle van they um they count the neighbor kid instead and so they think they have everyone but they don't and um Kevin comes down and he's like searching for his family and he realizes like oh the cars are still in the garage they didn't leave for the airport so he 
thinks it's the fact that he made his family disappear because that's what he wished for the day before. And we we know that the and I forgot the names of the the cop, not the cop. He was pretending to be a cop, but I forgot their names. Darn it. But anyway, the burglarish burglars. Um <laughs> uh, they almost kind of run him over as he's coming from feeling like he's a thief because he stole the toothbrush on accident because he saw the the creepy neighbor at the store and he just runs out with this toothbrush and as he's walking with his head kind of slumped over the burglars almost hit him and he recognizes the guy from the gold tooth he has and he's like <gasps> And then the two burglars are like, oh, let's see what house he's going into because they're planning on robbing these houses. And um, he's just very stealthy and smart for a kid. Like he he's just so. uh, The only word I can think of is like resourceful, like he's so like on it, like his his way of survival and. making things happen and you know (laughs) like coming up with these these i don't know if ploy is the right um um word to use but that's where that's coming to my mind just these ways of tricking people or like protecting his home like he's so good at it and um yeah, so Home Alone 1 was my number four. Love, 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 love. Number five, which is the movie I have on right now, is Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, my God. Tim Allen is just the, he's the the Christmas daddy. Like, he, he just is. He's so good at Christmas. Um... Even though in this one, he's kind of like the Scrooge. But I just love, again, the coming together of the neighborhood. Um, because their daughter goes off to, um, I don't know if it's like Peru. I can't remember. But goes off because she's in the Peace Corps. And she is coming back from the Peace Corps. And they're like... They were planning on going on a cruise, right? And so the parents are like, oh my gosh, she's coming back. And the whole neighborhood like gets together to to set up Christmas because the daughter's coming back. And the mom, Jamie Lee Curtis, is just so... She's a legend anyway, but she's just very about her baby and just like making sure Christmas is set up the way that... Christmas should be set up and let's not let her know that we were planning to go on this stupid cruise (laughs) which she thought it was a great idea before but now that her daughter's coming she's like you're a dumbass because (laughs) you made us want to uh, like you tricked me into not wanting to do Christmas right and it's on right now so I'm just kind of like looking at it and smiling because it's so wholesome too I just love the feeling of wholesomeness you know what I mean and um yeah so Christmas with the Cranks was my number five which is funny because no that makes sense because of the sequels that I talked about yes 
So Christmas with the Craigs, number five. Love it, love it, love it. Let me think of, do I have a favorite scene? Christmas with the Craigs. What is my favorite scene? I think my favorite scene is just the second half of the movie where they are scurrying and just like the neighborhood is showing up and mom, Jamie Lee Curtis, is just like in the grocery store trying to get like the last ham, the last pie and everything like that. And there's this mystical guy, like character that we meet in the beginning of the movie. Um... And he's like trying to give Tim Allen an umbrella and he's refusing to take it. And he mysteriously comes back into the movie when Jamie Lee Curtis is like scurrying around town and um, trying to get all the wine and stuff for the party. And he like knows her name. He knows where she lives. He knows the name of her daughter. And she's like, oh, well, would you want to come? And he was like, oh, I'd love to, right? And um, yeah, that kind of just felt like, who is this guy? <laughs> and that's what Jamie Lee Curtis said. She's like, who are you? But she's like, yeah, it's just dropping. Like, come on by. So mysterious character. I'm thinking he's the essence of Christmas. That's what I think from my own gatherings and research. Um, so, so good. I watched this movie so many times, too. I watched all of these so many times, so that's why it was so hard to, like, number them. Number six is a new one that I was obsessed with this year, and it's only because there's certain movies that feel more like a lullaby, like, it's not as bright and flashy and, like, you know, clicky, like, into the next scene, into the next scene. Like, it's not as, like, movie, I guess, like, moving so much. So number six is a movie that I felt really good on my way to sleep to, right? Polar Express does that, too, for some people. But this year, for me, it was Jim Carrey Scrooge. Ah, so stinking good. Jim Carrey Scrooge is a bit eerie, which um, some people have found to freak them out a little bit. But I just love the the uh, animation. It's so like creepy, but it just makes you feel. What's a good feeling to describe? It makes you feel unsettled but you love it right I just love it I love the feeling and I love how he plays um more than one character he's not just Scrooge he's also other characters and voices in the in the movie too and we we love Jim Carrey for that he's so versatile love him so that has been like my before bed kind of a movie because it's not as bright it's kind of like and I mean not as bright as in like the the picture, right? The pictures and the scene and the way the movie moves in itself. It's not too fast. And it's like, it's warm tones, <laughs> okay? That's the way I can describe it. Yeah, so love it, love it, love it. That was number six. Number seven, oh, I have a thing for older movies. Number seven is Prancer. I love me some Prancer. 
Prancer is a pretty, um, again, wholesome, and it's slower. I like slower movies. Movies these days, they're just so, like, stimulating. I'm like, can I, you know, can you let a scene breathe? Or, like, can we, you know, slow it down a little bit? You know? Um, and that's why I love that I grew up, well, yeah, I grew up in the 90s, early 2000s. Because it's so different now. Things are too fast. Okay? Slow it down. Live, love, life. Like, breathe it in. I love. And a lot of the older movies, you can do that with, right? So Prancer. Prancer is about a young girl who feels kind of like an outcast, like, in school and in her family, where... It even shows in the first scene, like, the class is singing a Christmas carol, and you hear her voice out of everyone else's. Like, her voice is the most, um, loud. <laughs> she doesn't, it, it's almost like the teacher is trying to tell her, like, you're, you're a little tone deaf, like, because even when she's singing that loud, it's not, um, it's not soothing. <laughs> like, it just sounds like she's, like, five octaves higher and she can't hear how she is um not in melody with the rest of the class you know what I mean so she's that kind of a girl and she loves it like she she loves who she is right and so Prancer is the reindeer that she feel well she hmm can I remember how that happened I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's... She's driving in the truck with her dad, and there is a wounded deer. And she's like, no, don't shoot it, it's Prancer. And so he tries to get... The dad goes to his truck to, like, get the gun. And... um. She's like, no, it's Prancer. She's like trying to stop him and he's like pushing her off. And by the time they get back to the middle of the road, the deer is gone. And so I want to say she finds it later or something and like leads it to her, her family's barn with Christmas cookies. Oh, I can't. And she like takes care of it and she writes a letter for Santa and goes to the mall and um tells the guy that's dressed up as santa like i know you're not santa but i know you work for him can you let him know santa like prancer's in my garage like <laughs> she's so stinking cute i can't i love prancer so much and again i love how like scenes are breathing like you're getting to know the characters like it just feels like it feels warm right it just it just feels really good so recommend prancer 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 okay number eight and i watched this one last night harry potter sorcerer's stone harry potter and the sorcerer's stone and i didn't realize how christmassy that um harry potter was because honestly when i watch all the harry potters I kind of start from number two and 
I saw something on Instagram and it made me want to watch number one. I was, and I was watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. Because the first Harry Potter is so um, mystical and enchanted. Just him learning the ropes of who he who he is. And Christmas is involved in that episode. And I love it so much. Um, yes, I love magic. I love... I love everything all Harry Potter. That's usually what I'm watching on an everyday basis. It's either Harry Potter or um, Harry Potter or How to Get Away with Murder, which is on Netflix, Viola Davis. Love, love, love her. Um, yeah, love me some, some Harry Potter. It's, I don't know. It's, it's a, I want to say it's a problem, but it's not. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't so into him being a child who, you know, was around when these series were getting released and the books were such a big deal. I can remember people feeling so like excited for the books and some kids wore their like cloaks to school. Like I remember that just how it turned into like, it turned into a like the way you are in the world. Like Harry Potter like took over like seventh, eighth grade. <laughs> and I wasn't one of those kids. So at the time I was like, what is going on? Like, what is this? You know, but now I'm just like, I get it. I get it. And I'm actually Slytherin house. Didn't know how I felt at first, but you know, we are... We're just, we're just who we are. <laughs> I am Slytherin. My twin is Gryffindor. And, you know, it is what it is, you know? Hey, I'm your girl, Slytherin. <laughs> okay. Love that one. Number nine. Let me see. Ooh, yes. Number nine. The year without a Santa Claus. So, depending on how young you were... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if Freeform plays these claymation type movies. These were from the 80s. Um, because I know me growing up, the channel was called ABC Family. So they changed it to Freeform. I don't do um, cable, so I don't know. I just buy the channels or the movies. So I did buy The Year Without a Santa Claus and it's basically how santa claus is sick and um yeah mrs claus is trying to make things happen and it's claymation and i love also the baby new year one where the baby new year is it he ran away <laughs> and the new year can't come without the baby new year so um, Father Time calls on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to go and find Baby New Year. <laughs> I can't. Like, that storyline in itself is just so... <sighs> just makes me want to eat it. It's so good. Um, yeah, so, so wholesome. Those ones are about, like, 40, 50 minutes long. So, technically, I would say they're they're specials, I guess. Movies, I don't know if we can, we can call it a movie. We can call whatever we want a movie, right? So, love, love, love that one. 
from the 80s and it's it's just extremely it's easy to follow you know easy to follow love it okay so we've arrived at number 10 number 10 is a new favorite one for me but just the way i rewound it so many times and restarted it and had it playing in the background for the few days in a row that i did i was like it belongs on the list and it is bill murray's scrooge loved it loved it loved it bill murray's scrooge is so good and the ending made me cry so much and i just rewound it so i could cry some more and rewound it so i could cry some more because again the story of scrooge he is just like he's not in the spirit of christmas and like christmas past christmas present christmas future or i don't know if they're called christmas past christmas present christmas future but he's just visited by these entities that are showing him who he is and how his life will end up if he continues to be the person he is and just through it all he realizes like like I don't I don't want to be this person like I get it now I get it I get what's important now right oh, <laughs> we love him for that and Bill Murray being screwed, she's just so animated. And the ending is just when everything comes together and he realizes who he wants to be as a person, I just bawl my eyes out. Bawl my eyes out. And I'm getting chills thinking about it. Incredible movie. Incredible, incredible. So those are my top 10 movies. And I had a bonus one because... I don't really, like, none of these movies are really, like, romantic, like, um, relationship-y Christmas movies. We can say Santa Claus 2 is, but not really. Like, there's a relationship that happens. But a lot of these movies are just, like, child-based or, like, um, reflective-based, like the Scrooges. Because we could say number 10, Bill Murray. No, we can't. Because all these movies, like, there's a main character, I feel. But this bonus movie I'm going to share, you're going you're gonna to realize the contrast when I tell you the movie. That this is a relationship movie. And the other ones are just, they're just that good, you know. So I would say... This one is one I love to watch because it just makes me holler, laugh. Every time I watch it, does not fail. And it's a Christmas movie. And it is Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. So stinking funny. I And again, it's like chaotic. It, things are going on and bouncing from family to family to family, like house to house to house. It's so good. <laughs> And I wish I had another descriptor other than good, but it's just, it's, it's comedy that I haven't seen before, especially with that, with those two actors, you know what I mean? Like Reese Witherspoon, love her, love 
love it all. Everything that I've seen with her, I just loved it, loved it, loved it. And Vince Vaughn, he's just so funny in general, like dodgeball. Oh my God. Like, duh. He's just someone to see, right? Someone to enjoy. And them being put together, I think that's what enticed me in the first place about the movie. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to see this. And they delivered. They delivered. A thousand percent. And Four Christmases is basically about this couple who they don't have labels and their friends think it's kind of weird because they've been together for so long and they just um they love where they're where they're at um they don't have plans for children they're just going on trips together they're doing salsa dancing lessons together and they just are enjoying that and so as they uh, visit their families they're feeling kind of like pressure to know what they are or pressure to be somewhere else in their relationship you know and Reese Witherspoon kind of melts into the I don't want to say pressure but like yeah but why don't we have a label like where's this relationship going if this is all that we're if this is all that we are like you know what I mean and so she I feel like ends up wanting kids like by the end and he's just like well that's not something I want and blah 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 and then he kind of realizes like I want to be with her no matter what and so he gets used to the idea like you know being with her is just it's it's something that like I can't not be with her and so he becomes this he just becomes someone or he becomes who he really is like who knows fear could have been in the way you know doubt of him being ready like thinking that because they have a label life will change like the pressure of it which I can relate to you know but at the end of the day he's just like I don't want to be with anyone else ah <sighs> And the movie is such a such a uh, shocking end to the movie, which I will not share. But it just it brings it all together, right? It just solidifies that they are they are in it together, you know, movie wise, right? <laughs> so that is my list, yummies. This was a long one, but this one was so fun to do. So. Again, you know, play this in the background, feel nostalgia with it, you know, reminisce and think on what are your favorite movies or the movies that I mentioned, like, just, just relax with this. This was a fun one, okay? I love you so much and be with yourself moment to moment honor what you want to do and how you want to do things especially today and yeah you know where to find me this one was so 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 much fun so i'm gonna leave this live up for 24 hours and yeah i'm about to post the podcast right now and i'm trying to think if, if i'm forgetting anything i don't think i am all right, my yummies, you know where to find me. I love you so much. And 
Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Bye.